plight to sign board. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body of the SK system. The inhabitants refer to it as the planet Earth. How peaceful it looks. It must be annihilated. Send Rick and Daddy on war rocket Ajax. In 2013, Ming the Merciless, ruler of the known universe, declares the Earth to immediate termination. To accomplish this awesome decree, Rick and Danny are dispatched to the planet on War Rocket Ajax. The two encountered something they never thought they'd find, though. Movies. Stalled in their given task, Rick and Denny comb the movies of the Earth, sending reports of their greatness back to Mongo in what is now called the Hail Ming Power Hour. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 99 of Hell Ming. That's, yeah, I mean. <laughs> we, we were on track to do this a couple of years ago, and then um, real life struck. Yeah. And, you know, it's been kind of kind of on life support, but still alive. That's right. The heart is still beating like Huey Lewis. <laughs> like, just like, like Huey Lewis. Like Paul Abdul. <laughs> <laughs> Never has a more powerful metaphor been so accurate that we're like Huey Lewis without the news. When I speak, I speak Huey Lewis. But when I sing, I sing black like Paul Abdul. <laughs> you did not sing. <laughs> oh, that's not the movie we're covering, folks. No, if, no, if you don't know what that is, that's been there. Done yeah, that. that's quite a few episodes back. So, uh, yeah, uh, Logan's Run, this was requested by Matthew Tangent, our good buddy, yeah, Matt. Yeah, angry ginger himself. Yeah, so he wanted to hear our spin on this. And I was about to tell Danny this before we started, but this was kind of my go-to sci-fi movie when I was a kid, till Star Wars came out. And this came out in 76, so... So for a year. It shows... Well, I mean, it was, but the thing is, is, I mean, this thing was popular. Um, they even had a TV series mm -hmm. that, uh, but it didn't run very long. The series didn't do very well, but the movie did pretty decent for a sci-fi flick. You got to remember sci-fi. I mean, if you made your money back, you did pretty <laughs> decent because it was just kind of a dying thing. Um, then Star Wars happened, right? And, well, and even, and, you know, the, the reason why is probably everything that, Everything that 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 causes problems for this movie, you know, in the rewatch, you know, like yep. they were like, we're going sci-fi, we got to go big, we got to make lots of you know, weird beeping noises and, <laughs> and lots of neon signs, and everybody wears aluminum foil, and you know, they just were too far in the direction of sci-fi, and they didn't want to worry too much about story for the the set pieces. Right, right, 
And of course, it's based off a book, so they're trying to take that and translate it. But you can tell you can tell where they spent the money, right? There was some money yeah. spent on this movie, no doubt oh, about absolutely. it. Absolutely, uh, I've read somewhere. What was it? The budget uh, twenty five million. No, it's but it made the box office. The budget was seven to eight million dollars. So not a huge budget, uh, but it, like I said, twenty five million. So it made its money back and then some. But yeah, you're right. You can tell what they spent it on, which was probably very expensive for the time. I mean, let's face it. A lot of the art design and stuff was not cheap at this point, right? You still had the, you still had the same things that Star Wars has for a lot of reasons. I mean, you had your, your matte paintings, your, your back screens, you know, your film projected back screens. So a lot of that stuff, you know, this was, this was cutting edge stuff, but Star Wars just seemed to take it another direction and got away from the tinfoil outfits and things like that. Right. Well, and this is more of a, a subject driven, um, you know, societal right. picture, you know, it's, it's more akin to something like the, the twilight zone would do, you know, where, yeah. where it was, you know, what about a man and his, his struggle with a society that does these things, you know, whereas star Wars was more like an Epic. Yeah. They were trying to, to, to do a good a versus bad, war, you know, yeah. and, and mysticism. Right. Very, very straightforward kids storytelling. Whereas this, you know, there's a lot of stuff that, because I've seen this over the years, but I remember seeing this as a kid and half the stuff in the movie didn't make sense to me as a kid. I just like the crazy stuff that I saw. Right. Yeah. I can remember that too. You know, I I think that my first times watching it were, I I remember bits and pieces from it, but I don't know that I put it together until this rewatch. So, you know, thanks for that. Becky said the same thing because she was kind of watching it with me last night. She's like, I, I I knew that, you know, you had this society and, you know, they were they were doing the menudo thing where you reach a certain age and you're out of here. Right. right. And she said, now, nice. remember a girl telling him, you know, that no, they're they're not being reborn. They're being cut off. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, that's what she got out of it. And, and there's definitely that. That's a huge part of the story mechanism. But there's a lot more to this, too, that I appreciate. This is one of those that, well, I'm getting to the end of the show, but That's, this could be remade and be made even more more uh, uh, potent. Poignant. Yeah. Yeah. So, I yeah. I mean, because the, the story is there, right? Because we think about the, the do's and don'ts, right? We're, we're trusting our leadership to tell us the right do's and don'ts. But doesn't mean they're always right, right? No, I mean, and it the the whole beginning, you know, has got you know the the popular um, the popular uh, text crawl that that tells you that in the in the future because of pollution and overpopulation, um, they've instituted this this uh, this new society, and really it seems like everybody's just ten thousand people living in one you yeah. know dome city. Um, so it must have been pretty bad to get to this point. Right. I didn't see any leadership at all. Like it was, it was all kind of automated. It's all, it all AI, right? I mean, that's again. You look at where we're heading and Skynet and all these things that we talk about. Yeah, man, this this movie kind of has it in its scope. It was just way ahead of its time. Um, I have to say, before we go into it, uh, this is this is directed by Michael Anderson. Not John Anderson, not Shisha Swangin, not <laughs> Michael Anderson, uh, who gave us Orca the Killer Whale. <laughs> you know, I knew you were going somewhere. I didn't know it was there. 
Well, I know that you know you said they spent seven or eight million dollars on it. I, I, yep. I figured you know they spent at least five million dollars on Francis's toupee. <laughs> How are you going to have a bad guy named him Francis? Right. Well, that's again, it's in the future. So true. Uh, I figured they spent it on whoever did all the the mirror work, right? Building the statue, the hand, the rotating hand that's made yeah. out of man. I'm like, you know what? Even by today's standard, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely a reason to watch it. I mean, like they they spent the money in the right place when they spent it in the the, the backgrounds and and the then the sets. Because really, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of practical effects, you know, there's, there's, yeah. uh, there are things that come down from the ceiling and, and, you know, uh, chambers that have robots in them that look pretty convincing. And, yeah. uh, you know, if you think about, you know, Flash Gordon with a sparkler coming out the back of a little rocket ship that's being <laughs> put across an unconvincing model, you know, these things are all pretty impressive. You know, the, the one thing I, the, the, um, the pneumatic tube driven uh transport system they kept yeah. showing the, the 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 model you know with the thing right. going through the tube and then they'd, <laughs> they'd be getting out you know and and i knew what they were doing but it didn't look bad it was right. it was yeah. it was a good use of, of special effects well i mean by today's eye you look at it and go, yes that's obviously a miniature right sure but it's a good miniature i mean it works and there's one composite shot that i even told becky while we were watching it where it's the it's the model it's the it's the miniature model of the cityscape and the things going through the tubes. But then there's a, uh, you know, a composite shot of people walking on a sidewalk underneath. And I'm like, I said, that's a good composite shot. That looks really good. Then they showed another one later on. I was like, now that's not a good composite shot. (laughs) And yeah, the one where the, where the city's falling apart. Yeah. There's a a bunch of like, you know, you can tell they're kind of like when our hand moves, like there, there's a, there's a silhouette of a, of a body down there, you know, that, and and they did some of those where they superimposed the rubble over the actors. That yes, weird looking. <laughs> it's stuff that we would see in like the Sinbad movies, you know. Right. Because it was the technology of the time. Again, that's one of those things that Star Wars said or George Lucas said. Yeah, that doesn't look good enough. So, you know, we'll leave those those kind of things out. But that was a very popular, you know art form at the time was was the the overlapping of stuff, right? Because you do get scenes where you got rocks falling. And sparks flying, and you can tell that, you know, they just laid it over the screen. So, but oh well. Hey, let's talk about the cast, man. Well, I'm sorry. Did you have something? I, I was just going to say, what about the uh, what about the Sandman guns there? Heck yeah, man. Like four sparks <laughs> going up. And then like, and sometimes it just makes like a light boom next to somebody. And sometimes it'll take out a wall, you know, it's, it's yeah. like the difference between the, the, the critters, uh, <laughs> bounty hunters in, in the first one where they're just shooting and a whole house falls down. And the second one where they shoot it in like a, like a hole yeah. bed goes in like a, like a drywall, you know? Yeah. So, Can you control it? I don't know. I mean, I mean maybe this, what I, you know, the thing about the guns is, it's unique, right? You don't see right. gun, guns that look like this than anything else. Uh, but at the same time, I'm going, well, this is before Star Wars. Have they not figured out how to do the rotoscoping shoot now? The guns? But there's stuff before that that has that. So yeah, it's just an interesting choice. Yeah, it, It's interesting because it's like the gun makes a flash and then the target makes a flash. Right. And they don't have to connect them. And I think it was a choice. Kind of like you don't see a bullet, right, when it comes out of the gun. So same kind of concept. So, I mean, you know, doesn't bother me because I thought, you know, the whole idea of shooting and you have the the result at the other end 
yeah, it works, you know. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah not bad. Uh, yeah, I want to talk about the cast. Yeah, Michael, Michael York. Michael I'm York. A, I'm a Michael York fan. I mean. Man, I just watched The Four Musketeers like a week ago. <laughs> I was going to say, that's still the one I go to, man. <laughs> I am Michael York's fantastic. And, and you know, well, Peter Houstonoff. Peter Houstonoff, man. I mean, we're talking legendary acting here. But uh, yeah, I mean, Michael York. If you don't know who Michael York is, and you've never seen the the Four Musketeers that came out in the seventies, uh, he's the he's the boss of Austin Powers. <laughs> right, right. He's not D'Artagnan. He's whoever that he's, guy is. Right. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Jenny Ugger in this. I mean, come on, Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett. But, I mean, it's a bit part, but but they milked it because sure. they could tell she was somebody. Yeah, I don't know if she was popular before this or this was early in her career. It was early it on because gave her a lot of screen time. You were right at the the middle of uh, Six Million Dollar Man at this point, so she was already doing TV stuff with that. She would show up on Six Million Dollar Man a lot. So, and this is well seventy six. You're right at Charlie's Angels. So okay, right then when that was getting she started, was a, she was a household name. Oh yeah. But yeah, Jenny Ugger. I mean, you know her from American Werewolf in London. Uh, she's in the Marvel movies. Whenever you know Captain America, and everybody gets in trouble and they have to go before the 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 court session there, and all of them are in these like digital blocks. She's yeah. one of the one of the court so members she's still there. Working. Still working. Yeah. Still working. Yep. I, I was I was doing the same thing. I was looking through the cast, you know, because you know, obviously the big draw for me is Michael York. I'm, I'm sure. a big fan. Yeah, I, I noticed that Roscoe Lee Brown. Yes, was, was the was the the, the, the robot robot guy. Yeah, box. <laughs> so like, I gotta I gotta say it. I don't have to say it, but I, I guess I'm gonna say it. I mean, so you so you got a whole society of white people, and you get one black actor, <laughs> and you put him in a big robot suit, so you can't even like see him. Like I, I don't know what the choice I, is there. I'm, I'm not judging anybody. It was a different I thought, time. I thought the same thing. It's a little. It was a little hard to watch actually. Like now, <laughs> you know, you hear about people forcing diversity, but you know, when you watch something like this, you see a future that has a lot of different kind of people. And this right. was kind of like, well, this this is like the same 50, 31, or no, not thirty one. They'd be like twenty six year old white people walking yeah. around in tunics. Yeah. And, you know, I guess that's what the future looked like to whoever visualized this whole thing. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, I kind of thought that, too. Is And as great as Roscoe is, man, he's he's I love him. I, I love uh, greatest Ameri uh, girl's greatest athlete. Remember him in that? Or he was the voodoo guy. Yeah. <laughs> and he shrunk Tim Conway and put him in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I've. I'm I'm balking on where I've seen him, but I know I've seen him and stuff. Oh, yeah. and he's he's a presence. Oh, absolutely. I mean, even if he is in a mirrored covered cardboard box, I think he works better when he's not. <laughs> yeah, world's greatest athlete. Uh, he was in Superfly TNT. Oliver and Company. That he did one of the voices there. Yeah. Uh, we probably saw him in a lot of TV shows. Yeah, I'm thinking so. Like, I, I see him as like a scholar that people go to for jumping Jack Flash. Jumping Jack Flash. <laughs> is that one we should cover on here? Man, Probably. absolutely. <laughs> but who was he in, in Jumping Jack Flash? 
I don't know. I, maybe he was maybe his Whoopi's uh, stunt double. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember. I saw that in a the theater when it came out. <laughs> I, you know, I don't think I saw it in the theater, but I know I saw it at least four dozen times on oh, cable. My dad, we, we went with my dad to see it, and he bust out laughing when she thinks a burglar's in the house. She breaks out that huge toothbrush as a weapon. He was dying. <laughs> I mean, that, that movie in, um, was it Fatal Beauty? Was that the other one that? Yeah, what was the other one? Was it Burglar? Was it just there, was burglar? Bur- there was Burglar as well. So I think I Fatal Beauty was the name of the drug that they were peddling in Burglar that she ends up like exposing the ring at the end. Jumping Jack Flash is where, you know, she's she's communicating with the spy. Yeah. But yeah, it's fantastic, Whoopi Goldberg. Yep. Don't know how we got off on all that, but as <laughs> Roscoe Lee Brown was in it. We That's don't right. know where. She, he was probably a cop. I bet he was a cop. Probably. Or, or you know, yeah, somebody she worked with or something. Or, so or maybe. Whoopi, you know, like like stops working for the bank for a minute. She's trying to save this guy out. And then she comes around the corner and there's this big old robot with a needle for one hand <laughs> and some kind of weird gun for the other. And he's like, I'm going to freeze you. Yeah, and my job is to freeze you. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, he wasn't all that easy to, it wasn't all that hard to beat, you know, like, right. I, I guess nobody had a gun when they got there. They were just, you know, haggard and covered in water and freezing. And he comes around and be like, hey, why don't you go over here? And he freezes them. <laughs> Yeah, he had quite a collection there. It's it's funny how he froze them and got them all against the wall like that, though. I mean, you know, he'd probably just ask him to stand that way. <laughs> hey, I'm can like, you oh, st- okay. take off all your clothes and stand like this? Yeah. Stand next to that frozen <laughs> dude who's sta- just just like him. Yeah, just like him. Just for reference. <laughs> but that was a yeah. weird uh, thing. So so I mean, for anyone who hasn't seen Logan's Run, I, I guess we could go that yeah. direction. And say, sure. It's about a society in which when uh, people turn thirty years old. They go carousel, which is like a, a spectacle where they float in the air and 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 explode. Yeah, and everyone you know claps on because they believe they're being reborn. And to the point to that point, you know they name people you know John one, John two, John three because it's like oh, I'm going to be reborn as this baby or whatever. There's a point where he sees his rebirth at the beginning. You right, know, he's like, I think that's me. That doesn't make any. I mean, like does yeah. that come before you go carousel? I don't yeah. know. Mm. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's an interesting concept of you, you don't grow old once you once they, I guess, decided you no longer have anything to offer the society. Uh, you go carousel and get reborn. Guess what, folks? You get reborn. Not we're just uh, thinning the herds, what we're doing. And uh, but yeah, it's it's a huge spectacle. It's just big. You know, roulette looking table floor that everybody's standing on with these spandex suits. It's got flames on it. Like you're going to the circus, man. Yeah, yeah. At first, they're wearing like the, Those the face mask and the robes, and then, yeah. they, then they fly up in the air and they all look like Ziggy Stardust. You expect the McKinsey brothers to come out and go, coo, 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 and they start fighting each other. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, they float up and they touch this crystal and they just explode and everybody cheers. I mean, it's a packed house. They're selling peanuts and Coca Cola. It's a yeah. big deal. <laughs> and you know, other than that, you got, you know, Tinder. In the new society where it's like, well, let yeah. me just open my closet up and, you know, other wow. people who want to bone just kind of like show up in the closet and then you go, come on out and let's bone. I look at when he dials in the dude, the dude looks like, like hey, and he's like, uh, no. <laughs> but the dude was like, hey, all right. Oh, 
but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, again, there's there's things in this movie that are still ahead of the game. I mean, that we're just now kind of getting around to in in some aspects. Sure. And uh, yeah, he dows uh, Jenny Edgar up. She comes in, which is Jessica in the movie, right? Right. Jessica Six. I was, and I was trying to remember the number, but yeah, she's wearing an an onk around her neck, uh, and. You don't really think anything of it at the time. You're just thinking, okay, well, it's an interesting choice for one thing. But she comes in there, and he's like, all right, let's have sex. <laughs> and she's like, no. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she didn't want to – she was just feeling lonely or whatever. And, and you know, but Michael York is a Sandman, you know, which are like the cops in this future. They they chase down people who have chosen to uh, run instead run. of going carousel. Yeah. Um, which are called is- runners. Yeah, there's a sequence where he and Francis are chasing down a runner, and it's almost like they just they're they're like kids in a park, you know. Yeah. They're just playing with him, yeah, until they you know until they kill him because he would have died anyway. And they're like, oh, I can't believe he'd be killed instead of going carousel and being reborn. Right. Yeah, and, and when he uh, confiscates all the stuff that's on this guy that they shot, he's got one of the crosses on him as well, one of the onks, yeah. and he takes that <laughs> with him, and. Uh, which leads to the story later on. But yeah, how about that dude that's that just, you know, when they kill the guy and they just leave his body there, they make a little phone call and this dude in a little like hover jet thing comes down and like sprays pesticide on the dude and he just dissolves away. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, <laughs> and you know, I guess later when they, when they run into the resistance, they all have those spears that are, they're spraying that steam out the end. I guess it was a similar thing. Cause you know, maybe so. Yeah. I didn't put that why, together. Why, why would you have a spear that, Right. It's like, I mean, what is that? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. You can't really stab him with it. I don't guess. I mean, I guess. Looks like, yeah. I mean, so, so he gets embroiled in this, in this whole idea that Ankh indicates a, 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 a a faction of people who are avoiding carousel. They're, they're runners who have made it to sanctuaries, what they're calling it. And the computer that gives him his jobs is just like, you're going to run and find sanctuary and to make sure that they don't, that they believe you. Now your crystal that tells you it's time to go carousel is going to start blinking. So they know that you're not, that you're running, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Right. Yeah. So they set him up and he's trying his best to get out of it, but you know, Siri has decided. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nope, this is like what you're going to do. Sequence too, Cause he's like, uh, will I get my four years back when this is over? And <laughs> just doesn't get an answer. Like <laughs> the computer's done talking to you. Oh, so yeah, at that point on, now he's on the run and he's, of course he's, you know, he's starting to put some things together because again, uh, Jessica had told him earlier that, you know, you're just a killer. You're, you're not, you're not freeing anybody. Nope. These people aren't being reborn. They're, they're all being killed. They're, they're doing the same thing that you're doing. You're just doing it with a gun. And, uh, so he's really in disbelief of the time. And he's got this buddy Francis. It's his best friend. They do all the shooting and killing together and chasing yeah. the runners. And he ends up being the one chasing Logan, who's now trying to find sanctuary to lead really the, this civilization to there to wipe that out as well. So right. you don't have that option anymore. So it it, yeah. it kills on that belief. Sandman, he's going to right to take out the like all the runners. Right. Yeah. Because they show a number of how many 
runners there has been and how many has actually been caught and all this stuff. And that's where some of the numbers get funny to him, too, because they're like, wait a minute. You're saying this many people's been reborn, but where are they, you know? Right. So, yeah, it's interesting. So now he's on the run and he's trying to go by himself, but Jessica's like, nope, I got to go with you. They end up becoming kind of affectionate towards each other. Nothing serious just yet, but he's trying to get her to lead him or at least get him to the right people that leads to uh, sanctuary. And now that he's a wanted man, he goes to get a, a face change at New You. New You? That's <laughs> where Farrah Fawcett works as a, as a flirty nurse. I'll you take know. it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and the doctor's all like, Check out this robot that's going to do all the the surgery. You know, it it'll burn you and then it'll heal you right back up. I'm going to do it just just once, just so you can see it. It's not very professional at that point. You know? Yeah, it's not like you would test it on something else. I'm going to actually test it on the person first. Like, Let me put see? this big scar on your face, <laughs> but then I heal it back. It's yeah, all right. And this is the point where I'm like, oh, wait a minute. They they obviously can do if they wanted to do the lasers out of the gun because this is all. You know, rotoscope lasers in this scene, but yeah, I think what, that the that the gun was just a stylistic decision. Sure. You know, they they yeah. wanted it to look different, and I, I think it worked because it stuck with sure. me. It's definitely different, so you're not going to confuse it with anything else. So uh, he goes in to get the face change, and while he's in there, the uh, the surgeon gets a phone call, who's basically saying, "Hey, this guy's a runner, and we need to try to stop him." So hey, he's yeah. like, "Yeah." So he turns on the machine to full tilt boogie where it's not going to even heal him. It's just going to start slicing and dicing. And then and, they get uh, into a fight, you know, you know, yep. like it's thrown on the thing. The doctor gets all sliced up, hoisted by his own petard, as it were. Right. So, and, yeah, uh, the doctor gets sliced up and then Francis is rushing in to stop uh, Logan from running. But he gets away. And this is where they go through a passageway and there's this yeah. door that requires you to hold up, you know, like a, a code piece or something like not a cod piece. Oh, <laughs> oh you, so you're talking. Oh, about the, oh, I forgot. I forgot the room before, didn't I? Man, well, so, so they go into this. I thought that's where you're going. And that was some. Yeah, so let's let's also mention that throughout this, because it's in the future or the quasi future, or the semi past or whatever it is, they, they've got like weird wow 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 wow, you know, it's just like all these weird space sounds, stuff that we ran into when we were looking to do, you know, uh, War Rocket Ajax stuff, you know, a bunch <laughs> right. of weirdo space future stuff. But then they go into this weird orgy club or whatever, and it's got like. <laughs> signs on the wall and like like people are just like they, they're 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 dropping this like pink mist from the ceiling and everybody's just breathing <laughs> it in and, and 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 clawing all over each other and then um and they managed to get a out. piece of clothing one in this whole room <laughs> right and they, they managed to like get to the back and, and and find this wall that's got a neon vagina on the wall i mean that's what <laughs> yeah, that is I mean, pretty I much yeah and they open it up and they they get away, you know, while Francis is being held up by the, you know, the the enthusiastic orgy goers. Um, <laughs> enthusiastic. And, you know, they, they threw this weird vagina portal in this this uh, um, orgy room. They end up going into like the, some of the sub city or whatever. And they, yeah. they kind of follow in 
they're basically just following their own feet at this point, just going wherever. And they end up in this corridor, like you said. Yeah. Getting chased by Francis and trying to find a way through the to sanctuary. Right. They're trying to hurry. And she's got the necklace on and she pulls it off to hold it up to this scan machine that's supposed to let them in. And she drops it and it goes down <laughs> in this pool of water. And then right. Francis is right on their heels. So, you know, Logan pulls out the one he's got in his pocket. They scan. They go through the door so he can't get through. And uh, they get met on the other side by the people with the spears you were talking about that hold them up against these columns and says, right. you know. Well, and when she drops the onk in the in the puddle and then, like, she goes through and then she has to put her purse aside and then, like, swim in there. And there's that the ballroom that's upside down. And, <laughs> oh, wait, no, no. Uh, there's another reference for that later on too <laughs> oh nice nice uh, Just, I, I knew where you were going <laughs> but yeah so, what know, happens is francis realizes hey there's something shiny in this little pool here and he reaches down and grabs it and now he's got a key to get through as well now if, right. if she wouldn't have dropped that game over right i don't know man i mean like francis was like because the people who show up after that like they they, they talk to the the faction, the, the sanctuary run safety folks. And, and, you know, you don't see any of them, the lights behind them. So you don't know how old they are or anything. There's like, right. okay, well you can keep going. And then, uh, you know, just like in uh they live, you know, like then the whole Holy thunder of the, the government comes down. Like it's right. not just Francis at that point. It's all this, all of them. Right. You know, come through there. So they would have, they would have gotten him anyway. I think probably so tracking him. They were tracking Logan to, to, to get there. Right. And, you know, then you got to deal with the people that he meets on the other side of the wall that, you know, you get the young guys that want to fight him and stuff and kill him. And, you know, and he's like using his, his own bluff there of, I feel sorry for you because there's people coming right after behind me to take care of all of you, you know? Right. Right. So, uh, you know, so that kind of disperses pretty quick. And there's a lady there that's obviously older than anybody else in this movie except Peter Usinoff. And, uh, you know, she's a runner. And she thinks that, well, that's that's who he's tracking, right? Right. He's tracking her, and he finds her. Dang. That come up quick. <laughs> we may have to continue on another track. And you know what? We were getting the Cubs mixed up with the uh, with the sanctuary people. Do what? She, he finds that old. He finds that older yes. lady at the where they go to where all the 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 children, the delinquent children are. Right. Being, right. Yeah, that's what I'm. Weird. Yeah, that's what I was talking about because that's that's who he's kind of tracking. He's got still got his tracker with him, sure. and that's yeah. who he finds. And when he finds her, she's begging for you know forgiveness hey please don't kill me and all this stuff and he ends up giving her something that would try to help her like if she gets captured again she can throw this smoke bomb down or whatever and you know don't breathe it because it'll kill whatever breathes it all that kind of stuff right so he actually gives her a weapon and as soon as he leaves francis comes in sees the lady and goes hey lady <laughs> hey lady <laughs> I was gonna say about the the. I'm glad we you know I'm glad we circled back on the 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 cub, the cub world or wherever that yeah. that place was because it looked like everybody there was like into giant games of Connect Four, like that's what they had is all these big <laughs> yeah, like Connect the, Four <laughs> things like falling all over the place you know made out of rock. And again the the, the 
where the money was spent. I just I just wonder about, you know, was the whole thing where, you know, the the, the civilization there is that just a shopping mall? For the time, you know, that they kind of utilized for this. They did have an escalator. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, which you didn't really see those, or I didn't at that age. Um, Much later on, about four or five years later before I even knew what a shopping mall was. So, interesting choice. I mean, even the malls that I had were more like strip malls. I mean, not like strip malls. (laughs) There's probably some of that going on, too. I wouldn't doubt it. Just like the Logan's Run orgy room. <laughs> so I wonder about this area that they've gone into, if this is an actual place and those checkerboard-looking things or yeah, actually I, something I, there, you know? I thought of that, too, with some of the infrastructure, like all the yeah. all the long hallways of pipes and stuff. If they just yeah. repurposed something like uh, that already existed and, and said, you know, walk down this hall. We'll sure. I'm, I'm, some weird lighting and some aluminum foil and make it happen. Right. And that's what's weird about the movie because you do have a lot of sceneries like this, but then you obviously got some soundstage stuff that happens too, and it's a stark difference between the two, yeah. you know. So that's that's the weird thing about it. Anyways, they get out of there, and now they're on foot, and they go through almost like a sewage collection area, but it's yeah, like they, where the where the ocean powers the city somehow. And yeah. Yeah, but it's all run down, and then there's – did you see those huge aquariums with fish that are, like, the size of Volkswagens? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was weird, too. Like, it's like they were inside of it, too. Like, all the yeah. bubbles were translucent, so you could see the the ocean fauna. But, but yeah, yeah, they were just walking through on these catwalks, and, and, and then Francis shows up and starts shooting at him again. Right. Yeah, so he's, he's just hot on the trail, man. Francis ain't giving up because how dare my best friend – you know, become a runner, right? How did he yeah. turn his back on what we've been doing for all these years? So, um, which leads to them getting out of this and into an ice world. <sighs> uh, no real explanation of why, but I think it's something that the civilization or whoever the leader of the civilization had put in place to prevent people to go any further. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, um, Box the robot says that it's where they used to collect all the seafood from the ocean and turn it into meat, but they haven't right. done that anymore. The 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 fish quit coming, and now it's people that come. People, through. right? So yeah, he's he's putting them in slabs, man. So, so instead he's, of sending them to sanctuary, they're sending them to their their doom, where this robot freezes them for meat. Right. Literally. Yeah. Which again, you don't know if this is set up from you know the actual civilization or if this is something that was just left out there before it's a robot that probably can go on forever who knows you know that's weird yeah very weird and uh yeah he chases them around and he's it's kind of hokey looking but kind of cool looking all at the same time yeah yeah i mean it's 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 horrific it's a good like horror element to the whole thing where you know they you know these people have been frozen and these these uh powerless helpless people are being murdered by this robot you know that's it's yeah, a little and, different than the rest of the movie and but. the fact that it's got it's 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 got human future features 
on its of its face, right? Because it's not yeah. a it's not just no, a no. robot head with lights going across. I mean, it's a functioning head, which. One mistake you can tell is you can see when it gets up close, you can see somebody's lip inside yeah, of it. You can see the eyes too. Right. Like, it's just a mask. Right. But the mask is, is, is made to be movable and that's why it's got those gaps. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little bit nightmare fuel. I'll yeah, give it it's, that. It's yeah. weird. <laughs> so they, they end up beating the, the robot though. And they, and they get on past and then, you know, what's, what's on the outside? Well, it's the outside. <laughs> Right, it's the world. How about the fact of why has nobody else thought about uh, thought about just running up and knocking the gun out of his hand? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, Logan didn't really have much of a struggle when it came to stopping the thing, you know. <laughs> and there was only one of them. It wasn't like the the doctor had like some servo robot over here doing some business. I mean, it was just the one thing, right? Maybe there are <laughs> other ones, and they just you know managed to get one. I know what it is. All those other people got frozen because they were naked. See, Logan and 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 Jessica still had their clothes on, and they were able to fight. Well, their clothes were <laughs> wet, so they put on those those yeah the furs and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, then it makes me wonder, you know, if that was part of the book that they were like, oh, we probably need to add that, and they just yeah, who knows? As Could an be. <laughs> so, like you said. They break through there, and that's where the big avalanche happens, and that's all kinds of, you know, dissolve, letting stuff fall in front of you because you got, like, icicles and rain and sparks all happening in these scenes, and it's just all over everything. Yeah, and they're a little going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's very, um, you know, Star Trek, kind of yeah. like, everybody go right. this way. Whoa. Right. Yeah. So that's that's one of the things that kind of makes you go, eh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, they come out the other side and they see the sun. And she even asked Logan, what is that? He's like, I don't know, but it sure is warm. Right. <laughs> and, you know, they they just start walking and then it's like, I'm tired. And it's like, and it's getting dark. What's going on? You know, because they've been inside the dome. Yep. Which I yep. guess has its own light. Like, even though it seemed kind of transparent, you'd think that the sun was doing some work. Right. I guess it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, the, the, yeah, there's a lot of questions there, right? Because you would seem like you would still have to have sunlight, even though you're in the dome, <clears throat> right? You know, for, you don't for, have a day night cycle, like right? That's, maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't. Like maybe they don't. don't. And you know, like again, it, it it's a lot of story packed into this, and and I kept kind of checking the time to go. Is there more going to happen now? It's a two hour out of it's Finally. a two-hour movie, and it just keeps jumping yeah. from scene to scene. So, you know, being that this whole civilization, civilization, <laughs> I like civilization. Civilization is the thing. Sure, it is. It's like a civilization for saliva. Ooh. Anyways, civilization. Civilization. Uh, click, click, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I need, a, go, I need a helming button right there. Helming. <laughs> there's the there's the name for your your new uh, you know tour. Is the did, didn't they do the soundtrack for this movie? movie? They did the soundtrack for this, right? Yes, they did. <laughs> Very clockwork oranges, you know, as far as the sound effects stuff. Yeah, it's a really you know quasi future kind of stuff. It's a. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, you know, so so the reason this I think this discussion is taking so long is because Logan's run uh, A is long and right. B it goes through a lot of different phases. Yeah. You know, from from my experience being a kid, I kind of I remember the premise of him being uh some kind of cop and 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 then putting on this this the trail of these runners who get away and carousel, but I didn't remember the next part of this at all. Oh, really? When I they get on the outside? That, yeah, I didn't remember them getting outside. Yeah. Um, and they they walk through kind of a foresty area and the next day they find some water which they're you know they're in bad shape because they've never been outside before yeah and they celebrate a little bit by getting naked and jumping into water and uh, they travel on and all of a sudden they see some buildings in the distance that they've never seen before and guess what washington dc which right. in my mind lets me know that the dome city is baltimore Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of on the coast. Right. Well, I mean, and, and I think that around this time, and especially with like Planet of the Apes, they were big on this kind of like <laughs> revealing that this is actually your civilization in the future. You know, this is right. what happened. And and the reveal for them is kind of a, a major point for the for the filmmaker as well. Right. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, they find the obelisk that is the Washington Monument. Right, you know, right. Kind of leads them there, and they they walk and see the statue of Abraham Lincoln, and they're like, "I've never seen a face like that before." Because I guess that's what old looks like, you know? Right, right. They're and yeah, yeah. I mean, they they also you know I guess they they don't think these people were giants. Yeah, that's that's the first thing I thought they would say. Like, man, these people were huge. <laughs> They figure that it is some kind of monument. They go through a graveyard and they don't recognize yeah. what the tombstones are because yep. they don't know what beloved wife and beloved husband means and any of that stuff. So all that terminology, everything that we know is common state of normal human life has all vanished. And, you know, they've excluded, I guess, any kind of history of the past in the new city because there's no no books re reflecting on this civilization and apparently it hasn't been well it's what year is it in the movie is um it, it was 2277 yeah 2277 something like that so yeah, it's mentioned a couple of times like i remember the 2270 something is, right. is one of the timestamps on something they did um and you know they they also don't they, they're they're all grown so they don't right. have mothers and fathers. The kind of family unit unit isn't. Yep. And they, they find one human uh, with a lot of cats and he's, yeah. he, he's in Congress or the Senate. Does it really yeah. clarify what that is? But he's in one of those main, you know, parts of our constitutional, you know, government. And he's using the gavel to bust open walnuts. <laughs> So it just shows you, hey, you know, this this thing that we hold so high and so supreme, you know, whoopity-doo. I'm, I'm using this desk and this mallet to bust open my walnuts so I can have a snack. <laughs> and you know what? While we're um, – when he says something at one point that, you know, he's like, well, you know, you're welcome here. It says it's the people's house. It says right. it right there by the door. <laughs> so i mean he can he can read and and he had parents but they're long gone i guess because he's an old right. man now. 
Right. He's an older guy and, and they're freaked out by that. And they asked to see his hands because I forgot to mention that, but everybody has that stone in their hand. You yeah, kind of mentioned it. it. Yeah. They got a jewel in the middle of their hand, which is red. And if it's flashing, then you're, you know, about to be terminated or you're going to be running. You're, you're, you're not where you should be. And, and when they leave the dome city, they turn, they turn clear. They turn right. white. Right. Yeah. So like they 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 have no trace whatsoever in the outside world. Which, when you think about these, you know, people that are trying to live off the grid, same concept. They don't want anything that attaches them to any kind of technology that leads back to being traced. True. You know, uh, ironically, I just watched a movie for Doctor Movie, kind of the same concept called Robot Overlords. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, not good. <laughs> but they've got they've got something implanted in the back of their head, kind of the same concept of the stone in this one. Like but, uh, like, like deadlock with the not not that good with Joan but, Chen and and, and Roger <laughs> Hauer with the yeah, it's not that good. <laughs> but uh, you know they 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 become friends with this guy and they start realizing there's all these paintings of you know because of historical figures and. You know, they don't know who they are. They just see that they're older people. So there was a civilization of people that actually had old people. And this is blowing their minds. And I think Logan at this point is coming to realization that there's really no such thing as sanctuary. Sanctuary is, you know, just being able to live your own life and and, right. and, and do what you do. doesn't matter where it is. And uh, But Jessica does, does not believe that because she's worked so hard trying to get people transported to this so-called sanctuary and it has to be a place because you know right. it, all it that works for just nothing a bunch of people frozen you know in a right. locker room but at the same time if they do get you know if anybody gets past that point it, it's you know still the sanctuary is you're out in the open i mean you're out right. and you're free so yeah i mean a lot of interesting concepts so they end up well again francis chases them down to this point yeah, I and was this about is to say, where's Francis? Right, right on their heels, man. He, now, and he's he's unhinged at this point because oh, you know, yeah. like he's he's left the city that he wanted to be in to to chase this guy that forsake forsake him as a friend and a coworker, and and he's just like, why would you do this, man? Right. Yeah. So they get in a big uh, back and forth, pretty good fight here. You can tell yeah. some stunt doubles step in from time to time, but uh, how ironic that. You know, Francis picks up, uh, you know, a flagpole with the American flag on it and starts trying right. to stab <laughs> Logan with it. <laughs> and then Logan gets his hands on it and pretty much beats Francis to death with a flagpole. Yeah, he, he manages to get that one upswing that, that Francis isn't ready for. And then after that, he just starts clubbing him. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm your best friend. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, at this point, and and I, about the sanctuary thing too, you know, I I just wanted to mention that Jessica's looking for another society, right? Right. I mean, right. They've got they're not prepared at all for what we would consider freedom from society. They're not prepared for whatsoever because society's done so much day to day for these people to basically just kind of keep them alive. Like, I think it's interesting that you mentioned AI because I hadn't made that connection. But it does kind of seem like this was a solution made by 
something yeah. that was just looking for a solution. It wasn't it's necessarily a group of guys in a, in a, in a hidden room in the back <laughs> that's controlling everything. This is, this is the system and the system right. is making the decision. And, and it isn't, you know, ne- nefarious uh, group of people trying to, to benefit right. somehow off of these, these young people. It's just like, well, you know what? It's, we're, we're building the, the, the hamster habitat. You know, you can live in the hamster habitat, but when a hamster gets too old, it gets kicked out because that's what yeah. we've been programmed to. It's not evil, right? It's just, it's just been, you know, tasked with control. Right. And you had a glorified story to, oh, no, no, you're, you're going beyond this and coming back. This is, this is a thing to celebrate, you know? Right. And well, and, so, and that, that's again, well, it's, it's like the matrix, you know, it's another right. system of control. If you feel right. like there's a reason for it, then yeah, you'll just march blindly toward it. Right. Yeah. So I'm really it, glad that we talked about this because I hadn't considered that angle and the end of it makes no sense to me. And, and, hmm. you know, we'll get to that. Yeah. Really glad we had this talk. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I mean, you get to the ending. What happens is at this point, of course, Logan's upset because he did have to kill his best friend and he has made the the decision of I have to go back. I mean, yeah. one, they'll keep coming and looking for me because they sent me out here for one thing. I have to go back and clear my name and clear everybody and say there is no sanctuary. It's right. just open. Right. We found one person and that's it. And this person is aging. So they decide to bring that person back with them to show proof that, you know, you, you can keep living. Right. You, don't, you know, it's not this rebirth kind of thing. So he's totally had his eyes open. So the three of them go back, even though Jessica does not want to go. She says, I want to just stay here. Let's grow old together, raise children, do our own thing individually, which she was, you know, so against the idea of when they couldn't find a sanctuary that now she's decided, yes, you're right. This is the sanctuary. Right. And so they go back to, to the dome. They take uh, the old guy with them, who is a hoot, by the way. It's Peter Ustinoff. He speaks in limericks and riddles. And I mean, he's just awesome. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's got all these, these, mem- these, these poems memorized and, and yeah, he's, and every once in a while, he'll just kind of trail off with what he's saying, like, because he's, He's been living alone for so he's, long. Yeah. He's really not very good at having a real conversation. Right. And that that's the big selling point is, hey, we can <laughs> take you to a place where there's thousands of people that you can talk to. Yeah. So and plus they wanted to take him back and show proof that you can grow old because nobody's ever seen anything like that. So they go right. back. They tell, you know, I can't even think of Peter Yusnoff's character's name, but they tell him, hey, you stay here. I How think he's this old man because they ask him yeah. and he's like, I don't, I, at one point people call me by my name, but I don't remember it anymore. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, how cool is this water fountain, waterfall thing? Yeah, the, 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 those, those, um, those aqueducts or whatever they are yeah. surrounded. They're really neat. So cool. And it's like, got a step, a step, uh, step stones that go down through it. I mean, it's really something to see. And obviously this is, built somewhere it's a real thing it's not something made for the movie this is a real thing and uh they go down in it and they do a uh uh, uh well i lost it uh jack burton <laughs> they do a jack burton on us yeah. for lack of a better word but yeah they they jump into the water supply which is powering the town apparently so it's not solar powered by the panels on the dome so somehow they walk through the dome so again, that makes me wonder. Well, is this dome really doing anything? Because 
it seems like anybody could just go out that way and there you go. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, it's a combination of nobody wanting to. And when they do the, you know, the, the law enforcement yeah. cracks down on them. I don't know. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. They just come waltzing back. And of course they, their crystals don't work or do they start working again when they go back in? No, uh-huh. they think they're, they're still clear because they try and yeah. show them their hands to prove. Oh, that's right. That that's right. Because it's in a really unhinged moment. You know, Michael York is, is up on a terrace and everybody's going to carousel. And he's like, right. hey, hey, don't you? go in there. I'm going to see Ben. And he's like, nobody's going to listen to this guy. I wouldn't right. listen to that. <laughs> um, but yeah. And, I, and then the, she tries to help. And he, she looks just, and their, their clothes are all ripped, you know, and they're all dirty. And they're like, hey, hey. All right. Your society's a lie. Right. And so they're going on do, doing the carousel and stuff, and then they get, uh, you know, captured by the police or the Sandman, and they take them yep. into the, the room, the AI room, the, the the motherboard. And, you know, Logan has to sit in this chair, and it's basically like a mind probe. I mean, the computer is wanting all these answers. Did you find Sanctuary? And how about these weird screens yeah. that come down and it's all slow rotation almost like a hologram of his head and Again, he's going another reason why you know the, the, no, side, the budget i didn't find sanctuary it's weird because you know it's like first he's like there was no sanctuary and then it's like that's not the answer i want right so I'm gonna probe your mind and like i said these tubes these this this practical effect these tubes come down from the ceiling yeah and inside of them are little michael york heads you know, like I said, talking real slow. They say things like, there's one man, it's just outside. And like, yeah. And it's all true, but like the computer doesn't like hearing it. Yeah. So just like in an episode of Doctor Who with the Daleks, you know, it was like, because it gets information it doesn't want, it starts to blow up. Right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it just starts going off off the, the, the deep end and decides to start sparking. And then Logan gets turned loose and he shoots all the Sandmen. And then he shoots like one of the panels of the computer. Yeah, all those boobs that are there on the wall. And yeah, shoots one of them. And yeah, I noticed there were a lot of boobs in the in the the background that were like, it's this it's a special space room, and and here's a you know big sightless <laughs> eye right in the middle. It's like oh, like here's two side by side. Right. Okay. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? But uh, this causes overload in the whole dome city. It, it's a, it's a pretty fragile ecosystem there. Yeah, yeah. So it <laughs> explodes because it just couldn't handle the information it didn't want to get. And it kind of makes everybody react because buildings are falling and big styrofoam, uh, <laughs> big styrofoam stones are falling off the top of buildings and hitting people. And yeah, uh, yeah definitely 70s stuff there. But then they 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 are all running from the building it's burning and they go towards that water fall thing and that's where Peter Ustinov is and they are just totally intrigued by him right so yeah. the whole crowd pretty much gathers around him and starts like touching his hair and touching his face cuz he's got wrinkles and you know and he's he's eating it up they're eating it up and he's like you know at that point Logan's like you can tell they feel like they accomplished what they wanted to do and that was basically wake up the system and say you're you're being lied to and there is more out there and right. uh, you know pretty pretty strong message of you know be, be careful of who you follow because 
they have intentions as well, right? I mean, Jim Jones was a smooth talker, but his intentions were something else, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I, you know, again, like the Matrix, too, it's kind of like right. they were living in this utopia, but the cost was they were just, they were just pogs in some kind of a sure. game, you know, like the, 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 the AI. And I guess, you know, that I'm, that's why I'm glad you mentioned the, the whole AI connection with the, the computer running things, because mm. it didn't have an agenda. Its agenda was to keep this right. system alive. Right. Knowing that there was no sanctuary, I guess must have thrown it for a loop that this system wasn't the best way to keep everyone alive anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like like the the outside healed while the people were confined and the the population was down, and now the outside is the best way to keep people alive. I, I don't know. It, yeah, it makes it there. There's a little more sense to that now, and also the fact of I mean, you saw how the old man was kind of dressed dressed very normal human every day. I mean, it could have been clothes you wore in the seventies the 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 wool jacket with the patches on the elbow and the cardigan and all that stuff versus everybody in, in the dome city they're all dressed the same yep there's i mean you might get a color variation but this is what you got this is what this you're gonna you're gonna give you like what we give you and you're gonna be happy right, right. so you know the killing that whole individualism thing which is another thing i got out of it too is you know they don't want individuality they just want you to fill your mind with you know, short-lived pleasures till you get old enough that we have to knock you off and, you know, we'll bring in new people that'll do what we say. So, and presumably yeah. it's, it's creating food for all these people too. Yes. I mean, again, it's like right. a hamster cage. Exactly. And well, and, and I'm glad you brought up the whole matrix thing because there's obviously the matrix took a lot of ideas that are rooted in this story. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, man. It's a cool movie. I've always liked it. It's one of those that I think every time you watch it, you may come away with something a little different every time. Uh, very possible. It kind of makes me intrigued to kind of want to check out the book and just see if there's explanations of certain things. That's a good call. I, I might want to do that too and just kind of delve a little deeper into it. Yeah. Yeah. But I watched all the TV series when it came out. It was short-lived. I think maybe 13 episodes, something like that. Uh, yeah. And I enjoyed it, but it was, you know, you look at this and think it's got, you know, kind of a low budget. Yeah, that TV show had a real low budget. <laughs> yeah, I imagine anybody that was watching it probably just went ahead and swatched over to, to watching The Prisoner. You know, <laughs> yeah. pro it probably was better because it didn't have to do as much with its budget as yeah. far as, like you know, the sets and stuff. Sure. So, but yeah, man, Logan's Run, it's a classic, absolute classic. Absolutely. I, I love rewatching it. Thank you, Matthew. Yeah, man. He never steers us wrong except for Carnosaur. He he led me to Carnosaur on Dr. Movie. And yeah, uh, you should have known that one. Yeah. Well, I did. I did, but I did it anyways. But I will say I did enjoy some of the sequels. I mean, they were lower, lower budget, but actually made it fun. So they're there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I. You know, I've, I've watched several of the Sharknado movies, at, at, so I can't really. I'm not. I'm not standing in a. I'm. I'm in a glass palace <laughs> myself for that one. You know. So, folks, as we said at the beginning of this, this is episode 99, 
and we're racking our brains to trying to come up with a number 100 and kind of want to see what you guys think what what <laughs> what movie or subject matter would you want us to talk about for the 100th episode of the Helming Power Hour? Stick that in your noggin, stick that in your noodle, and stir it around, and see what you come up with, and let us know, man. Just send us messages, and we'll see what happens. We may end up doing a poll or something, and uh, see which one wins. And then sure. we may just do something totally different because we don't want to do that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we we still have a list of movies. It's just you know it, it's constantly changing, and you know that's. That's how that goes. Yep. But um, yeah, my, I, I'd be interested in see what people would like to us to talk about. Heck yeah, man. Yeah. So be thinking of some ideas, throw them out there. I will tell you, I threw one out there to Danny. Jaws three. <laughs> Jaws three has some has some redeeming qualities. <laughs> sure it does. But uh, you know, be thinking about it, folks. Send us a message. You know, let us know what you think, and and we'll see where that leads because that's right around the corner. We'll we'll try to get that going pretty soon. And uh, anything else you want to talk about, man? I mean, if if you if you don't know what you want to tell us to do, we could always do ninety nine and a half, and then ninety nine three quarters, and then you know, <laughs> and then give you a little time. Oh yeah, there's time for that. Sure, sure, plenty of time. But thanks for listening. Yeah, man. Logan's Run is is worth checking out. It's yep. still crazy out there. Yep. And watch yep. out for that orgy room. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Just turn yeah. the corner and boom, there you are. Well, you know, it was the 70s, so yeah. that True. wasn't too far-fetched, I don't think. <laughs> All right, folks, that's it for this episode. And uh, like I said, let us know what you think. Check us out everywhere that you that you go to, Facebook, Instagram, your mama, all those places. We're there. Yeah. So we're there. We're there. All right, folks. That's it for us. We will check you later. <laughs>